from the Carson City Saloon. It's the Bud Light Happy Hour, presented by Bud Light. Raise one to right now. The Penguins getting it done today. I am not Adam Crowley. It is his show. I don't sound like him, but I'm here. I'm Brian. You hear me on the show usually, hanging out sometimes. I'm usually the executive producer of this show, but Crowley decided to take well vacation so he could redo his bathroom. Because that's what married guys do. They redo their bathroom. I am not married, so my bath or did I say bathroom? I meant kitchen. I'm sorry, I'm off already. We're off the rails already here. But at Crowley's home doing his kitchen. I'm not married, so I don't have to redo my kitchen. You know why? Because I don't have a wife telling me to redo my kitchen. That's why. I don't notice details like that. If the stove works, hey, it cooks food. Cool. I'm good. It is the Adam Crowley Show. I'm Brian LaMartina hanging out with you. We're live here at the Carson City Saloon. Bud Light Happy Hour. And uh, when they said, uh, hey, Crowley's not going to be in, uh, you mind filling in for him? I said, is there beer? He said, yeah, there's beer. I said, then I'm your guy. I'm the guy you come to. If there's beer there, I will be there. And I am here. I have a beer. Alex alongside Tom in the studio. Want to reach me on Twitter at FBomber73. Derek Broussard is a penguin. Thanks to the Ottawa Senators. Thanks, eh? Appreciate it up there. That's really good of you. It's about time we got a third-line center, huh? You needed depth after losing Nick Bonina. Matt Collin as free agents. You lost him. Now all the talk about the third-line center ad infinitum over and over all year. Now there's a kick-ass center that makes three seriously nasty, nasty, nasty lines. That third line with Phil Kessel, most likely Gunso on the other wing. Oh, doggy. That makes me kind of excited. You know, like the kind of excited when I used to climb the rope in gym class. A little bit of chub. Just a little. Can you say three-peat, baby? <laughs> Maybe. I'm starting to. I'm starting to think it. It's a rough early season. Now things are starting to come together. Trade li- deadline's here. Three days away. Pens are making moves. It's good stuff. Now you go through these lines. Think of this now. You got Sid's line. You got Malkin's line. Now you got Broussard's line. That's a gauntlet, baby. Going through that's tough. Pens give up Ann Cole, Gustafson, and a first-round pick. It's not too shabby. That's some pretty nice work by the uh, by our fearless general manager, Jim Rutherford. That's really nice. That salary cap was kind of hanging over the pen's head, for, eh, but he kind of figured out a way. Broussard under contract, 2018 to 19, and the cap hit's pretty fair at $5 million. That means the pen's will pay roughly about $1.5 mil for him through 2019. Not a bad deal. Nice freaking work. Throw Cohen in there makes him help, that, uh, help make that cap thing work. Now, I'm not going to pretend that I'm a lawyer, an accountant, or anything like that. I can't do cap math. I can't do simple math, really. Maybe 2 plus 2, 4 plus 8, that sort of thing. I could get that done. But caps are a little confusing to me, well, frankly, because I'm not that smart. Now, there's there's some stuff coming out on Twitter that we see. None of it confirmed yet, but it looks like there may be a third team involved. Bob McKenzie from TSN reporting that that team could possibly be the Golden Knights. So then you would, I guess, move him to the Knights and then to the Pens, and that helps make the salary cap in in, in some sort of way. But all in all, this is a great trade. This is what the Pens needed to do. They needed to lock that down. 
What do you think? Good trade? Bad trade? You pissed off? You happy as hell like I am? 412-922-2874 is the number to reach me at fbalmer73 on Twitter. And some of the things you gave up here, Gustafsson's a good goalie. Yeah, it would have been really cool to see him develop as, as a really good NHL goalie. But let's be honest. The guy's a luxury, right? You got Jari. You got Murray. You really don't need the guy. So what are you giving up there? Yeah, you're giving up a good goalie, but it's not like you're giving up a good goalie that you necessarily need. Rutherford kind of made it look like he wasn't up for grabs over the last couple months. You know, he kind of pulled back a little bit. Some of that art of the deal stuff. Sorry if I pissed anybody off with that reference. But he pulled some serious GM Jedi tricks on this one. That's why you love having a guy like that at the helm. Salary cap in his face. A glaring need that needed to be addressed. Duke got it done with the guy that he should have got. And Ann Cole, is anybody really going to miss him? Alex Leahy along here with me at the Carson City Saloon for the Bud White Happy Hour. We're drinking, we're hanging out. Place is pretty packed right now. A few hot girls that I'm spying. Um, at the break, I'll probably send down Alex to uh, talk to one of them for me. Oh, no, I'm not. The last host made me do that. Don't make me do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alex, good trade as far as you're concerned. Um, Well, it does fix our need for a third-line center. I do agree with you 100% on that. The one little caveat, though, that does scare me is that with Cole gone, now that makes it where we have to play Hunwick more than we had to before. And I know Hunwick hasn't been popular in this city. I know he hasn't performed how the Pens have wanted to. But now he's going to have to. He's going to have to for this trade to work because Cole the last two seasons in the playoff runs has been such a major factor, especially last year when Latang was out. So I... It's a good trade. It's good that we got our guy, but I don't know. It's just I kind of wish it wasn't for Cole. Well, you got to lose somebody to get somebody right. like that, exactly. especially when you're dealing with the cap space. True. I mean, you've got to make things work, and that's why the cap's there. It's not easy. You can't just overload the team, and that'd be right. great. In a perfect world, it'd be so much fun no, to absolutely. just throw all your money at it. But the thing is, is now I think overall this makes us – I really think this makes us Stanley Cup favorites. Oh, no, I do agree with that. I mean, we're back, baby. After all the ups and downs of the early season, everybody like, oh, you know, they won two. You heard everybody. Oh, they won two. You know, that's good. That's great. Three-peats getting further and further away. Now it's right back up in the in the center of things. I don't know. I think it's been back since the beginning of this month. Quite well, frankly. yeah, it has, but now it kind of, you had the feel of it. Yes. It was ramping up. Now yes. this is kind of the final piece in everything that's like, okay, we're looking good now. Well, the other thing that's going to be interesting to look at is that the potential people within, the potential teams, I should say, within the Eastern Conference, what are they going to do to combat this? Because I'm sure some teams saw that deal possibly happening, like the Lightning, like the Flyers, like the Capitals, like the Bruins, and they said to themselves, oh, crap, we got to go make a deal. So... Ottawa still has a big bargaining chip in Eric Carlson, who they have routinely said they're not going to give away. But who's to say one of those teams that is fighting with the Penguins doesn't now consider giving up some major pieces? 
It is the Adam Crowley Show coming up in about eight minutes. Tim Benz from Trib Live will be joining us. He's got a column out. Check it out online. Uh, our own Crowley Show vampire gracing oh us with his presence. He's been on the show all week. I mean, Tim's essentially like our guy, you know, so that's who we go to when we when we need things Has done. Has he done every show in the building? Oh, I'm, he's done everything. I'm thoroughly convinced he's done every show Tim in the building. Tim has done everything from ground up in that building, not even to mention like he will be doing tonight at 645, be calling uh, RMU Hockey along that's with Mike right. Rizzuta. So he'll be joining us. And then coming up at around, I'd say around 630, 30-ish, we'll be talking with uh, Adam Crowley himself. I want to get an update. Not only I want to see his thoughts on what's going on with this latest trade, but I also want to see what it's like being stuck in a house all week remodeling a kitchen. Personally, knowing Adam and how he is with things, I'm sure he's just giddy with excitement about all this NCAA news as well. Yeah, and that's something we're going to try to touch on here. Look, and here's the thing. You, you plan a show out, you lay everything <laughs> out, and you're all ready. Spend hours on prepping it, and then like a couple hours before, here comes something that just drops everything on the plate. You just get it all off. This is what you got to talk about. You Could know? be potentially one of the biggest stories in sports we've had in years. Yeah, well, I've... I've you know, I fully meant to rip Nutting today. I fully meant to rip him on his PR campaign throughout Pirate City, down in the warm weather, hanging out, getting pictures taken with, you know, all the players, basically looking like he's some kind of campaign candidate. He's, he's kissing babies, he's shaking hands, he's, he's next to players looking like he's talking serious baseball theory, and, you know, he's down. He's, he's down there making sure that this team has a winning culture. You know, well, let's see here, Bob. It doesn't take your goofy ass going down to Florida to to make a winning culture. It takes moves like GMJR. It takes winning moves. It takes spending money. It takes figuring out ways to get things that you couldn't get otherwise. And look, Neil Huntington's very good at that. But when you got nothing involved, it's pulled back so far that as good as he is, he can't be as good as he is. No, absolutely you know, not. And in light of that, you look at what's going on with the Penguins, it, it highlights it even more. I mean, here you are with the Pirates basically saying they're not going to tank a season when we know they all are. And you've got the Penguins speaking with action. The exact same thing that Nutting has been saying. Yeah, we're going to do it with action. We're going to do it with action. Well, I've heard nothing but words, and the only action I've seen is him take a first-class flight to a warm-weather city, hang out with a bunch of major leaguers, and walk around a baseball diamond. Screw that guy. you got to act more like the Penguins. So if you're just tuning in, Derek Broussard is a Penguin, thanks to the Ottawa Senators. That's good stuff. Yeah, it's great, and especially all this talk that's been going on, all third-line center over and over and over again. We can pretty much put it to bed at this point. It's done. It's absolutely done. I mean, they got they got the best option they could. I don't really think of any other option they could have gotten. And, and yeah, I know there's people who are upset that Grabner went to the Devils last night, but he was a winger. People, we've been begging since the end of last year to get a third-line center. I specifically remember when the Reese trade happened, people were complaining that it wasn't a center. So, it's done now. We got the best option you could possibly get. And now, the thing that's going to need to happen is the hole that Cole leaves is going to need to be filled, but with Latang 
looking like himself again, I am more confident that that's the case. Well, we still got three more days left. Oh, yeah, that too. You never know. It is the Adam Crowley Show. I'm Brian LaMartina filling in for Adam Crowley. Alex Leahy alongside Tom Offerman back in studio. We are live at the Carson City Saloon. Bud Light happy hour. Come on down, have a beer with us, say hi, give us a hug, pat Alex on the head, do whatever you need to. Coming up in about four, well, five minutes, we're going to talk to Tim Benz, Trib Live. He's got a column out right now. You want to check that out. Check him out on Twitter at Tim Benz. And uh, we'll join him in a moment. It is the Adam Crowley Show live from the Carson City Saloon on ESPN Pittsburgh. Now more of the Bud Light Happy Hour live from the Carson City Saloon presented by Bud Light. Raise one to right now. Brian LaMartina in for Adam Crowley. Big day for the Pens today. Broussard, possibly a Penguin. Starting to see some weird stuff on Twitter that this deal might not completely be done yet, though. Joining us right now on the Crowley Show, the official vampire that we all love so much. He's the hardest working dude that I've seen in radio in Pittsburgh. Dude gets it done every day. I don't think he ever rests. That's why he's the vampire. Tim Benz joins us. How's it going, Tim? I thought I just escaped this show. No, man, you can never get out. Ever, ever, we, we will bring you back every time. The minute you try to get far away from us, we will suck you right back in. You know what? I, I figured out why sometimes call volume might be low in the show. It's that the, the Crowley rejoins scare everybody away who's on hold when he's talking about his nipple falling off and when he tries to sing. I mean, these are just abhorrent acts of humanity. Yes, they are. And they're even worse, Tim, when you're in the room watching them happen. You think the audio's bad? When you see a bloody belly button, you don't ever want to come in again. Especially your own is one thing. Like, I just saw The Martian again last night. I I would rather see Matt Damon perform surgery (laughs) on himself on television than even have the thought of Crowley's bloody belly button in my head. That is so funny that you said that, Tim, because last night I watched it back-to-back twice. I love that movie. And, like, there I am, watching The Martian, just like you. So now I feel cooler for having done the kind of night that you did. Well, you know what? I I think it's the FX that does that all the time. They just loop a movie over and over again. And the other night I was up late writing a column, doing some editing, being the vampire that you described me as, three different jobs at once. And I think between 10 o'clock at night and 2 o'clock in the morning, I watched that movie with Cameron Diaz and Kate Upton, uh, what's it called, The Other Woman? Oh, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, and it was the weird part is Kate Upton kept getting hotter and hotter every time the movie went on. <laughs> That's a great thing, then. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, that little running scene, the little white bikini. Come on. Oh yeah, just loop, right there. Loop that for me, baby. <laughs> so Tim, she, make- was, she was bouncing more than the waves on the beach were. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that, Tim. I'll get myself oh, in trouble I, if I. Well, I, I, I did. Yeah. Handle it, but See, I know what to do just, with it. If, if I go any further here, I'm going to get kicked off the damn air. <laughs> so the Pens' big moves today. You know, I'm actually looking on Twitter right now, and Pierre LeBrun from uh, TSN. He's saying the league told all three teams involved that the deal, as originally presented, the deals uh, aren't acceptable. Are you hearing anything like that right now? Yeah, I mean, that's what I was hearing on Twitter as I'm getting ready for the Army College hockey broadcast here. So my hockey attention has been split. But, you know, this has been one of these days, Brian, where I, I filed a column. The trade happened at 3 o'clock or thereabouts. I had to rewrite the column before I got on Route 65 to come out here. The column got posted and not been taken down because the trade didn't happen. 
So, um, and now it's kind of on hold until the trade does officially happen. Uh, not that I mentioned any of the extra money changing hands or anything. It's just that the trade is now apparently not official. And the problem with that is um, uh, apparently some salary cap reasons, which is the reason why we thought that the Penguins couldn't get for started in the first place. Hopefully this is something that can be worked out. But, uh, I don't know, I guess the only thing that Jim Rutherford isn't real good at is dotting the I's and crossing the T's when it comes <laughs> to these salary cap finances or moving the decimal point to the comma one space too far or too many because we saw this before with that whole five defenseman thing. Short of that, everything he seems to touch turns to gold. So for the sake of the show today, because I don't even want to even lend any kind of attention that this deal won't happen, because oh, how bad would that suck? So I'm going to operate under the idea that this, get this, this move did happen, or it is going to happen. So that's what I will base my questions off when talking to you. So, I mean, all in all, how's, the, how's that kind of move sit with you? I love it. If it happens, this is something I've been asking for ever since Broussard emerged as a trade target, which is to say ever since Ottawa went in the tank. Uh, he's the perfect fit for them, a second-line caliber center who gets bumped down to a third line because of the presence of Sid and Gino. So check that box. Uh, good defensively and offensively, can skate. Uh, you can put him on the point in the power play in a pinch. Uh, he can also mix it up a little bit, can be pesky to play against. I think it's goals per game average or points per game average anyway goes up in the playoffs. So check all those boxes. Plus, if he went somewhere else in the East, that would stink for the Penguins because it would bolster another team's chances. Furthermore, he's good against the Penguins. They have to worry about him uh, going to some other club in the Eastern Conference they might face in the playoffs again like they've seen him in Columbus, New York, and Ottawa. So I loved it for all those reasons. And, uh, you know, the big thing that I keep coming back to is uh, for as much as people want to say that Riley Shane has done a good job as a third-line center, and he has, uh, I don't want to see him elevated to a second-line role. Uh, I think he's fine in the third line and great in the fourth-line center, but Broussard can be elevated to a second-line role if you were to lose uh, 87 or 71 for a couple games in a series, and maybe you wouldn't go belly up. So that is the guy you want to get, and people are saying – and frankly, they gave up a lot for him if this deal does go through. I mean, they gave up Gustafsson, a first-round pick, and Ian Cole. Um, did they give up too much there? I don't think so. Uh, I would rather see a first-round pick go out than Sprong because that was one of the options, like a pick or Sprong. Uh, then it comes to the goalie. If they wanted a goalie, some people are saying it was going to be Jari or Gustafsson. I would much prefer to send Gustafson, even though he's got a higher ceiling. I'd rather see him go out because I know what Jari is, and he's ready for the NHL now if you lose Murray for a playoff round or two, as we've seen in the past. So I prefer that. The only thing I don't like about it, and this is where the money comes in, is them trying to save cash by getting Cole out of town as opposed to Sherry or Matt Hunwick. Uh, maybe that's why it took what it did for the deal to become finalized because then it appears – that the Senators actually have a commodity that they can flip in coal, whereas before it just would have been a favor to take money off the books for Matt Hunwick, and a, a much lesser return will come back their way for uh, what people will probably view as a third-line guy in Connor Sheary, as opposed to maybe what some folks would consider a definite top-six defenseman on a team that's trying to make the playoffs. So uh, the only thing I don't like is the money going out belongs to coal. The money going out doesn't belong to Sheary or to Matt Hunwick. Yeah, I feel good. I think the I think you gotta kind of make that move as they did, and and like you said, look, Gustafsson, he's a good goalie. He's a great goalie, but he really is a luxury 
in, in the end. I mean, when you look at a, a franchise like this with Jari and Murray, you really don't need the guy. Would have been great to see him. But, hey, if you can get something like a third-line center who's actually a second-line center out of it, that's a good move. And the pick, what's it? the pick's what, in like the 20s? So it's not exactly like it's a high first-round pick. Right, and the Gustafson thing is, I mean, how many good goalies do you want behind Matt Murray, for God's sake? <laughs> you know, I mean, like, this is sort of, you know, the Patriots' way of thinking. You know, they had a bunch of good quarterbacks behind Tom Brady. Were any of them ever going to start? No. So you get return for Jacoby Brissett. You get return for Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, same kind of thinking here for the Penguins. Matt Murray, by design, should be their starter for the next 10 years. Tristan Jari probably will get to the point where he outgrows his position as Murray's backup, and he'll get traded too, and that's not going to be a bad thing. There was a lot of talk. Good return for him. Yeah. There was a lot of talk about uh, Grabner possibly being the guy that the uh, Pens wanted to get, but in the end, this is a much better move than going after him. I think so, because I already think it's going to be a struggle to figure out who the wings are. I mean, I guess you can never have too many good players at one position, of course, but uh, I think they're... For what these guys are, uh, you're moving first and second line guys down to play fourth line roles if you get Grabner, and you're just wasting offense there, and you're not getting grit on the fourth line or shot blocking or things of that nature. Defense, you know, uh, a three zone play, uh, and guys like Sheary getting moved down or Russ getting moved down or somebody like that. Um, it's Zach Aston Reese might even be miscast, even though he's young on the fourth line. You might not be getting the full potential out of him. So given that circumstance, I didn't see the need for Grabner. He was a really good fit uh, in terms of style and approach. Now he'd help in the penalty kill and their get up the ice, the four check that they like to use. Uh, he might even be faster than Carl Hagelin. I love him as a player and a fit, but I saw the, the need for another center a hell of a lot more. In my estimation, if this deal does go through, now if you're just joining us, Broussard is possibly a Penguin. Apparently some sources saying that the league might have a little bit of a problem with the salary cap and, and the teams involved. So we'll let you know as soon as we get any more word on that. But as now, we're operating as if this deal is a deal. Um, where do you think this puts the Pens in the cup race? I mean, in my estimation, it kind of makes them the favorites. Yeah, I think it makes them the best team. I don't know if that means that they'll catch the Capitals for points in the regular season. I don't know if that that means they're the one seed overall against one of those other teams from the Atlantic. But, you know, Austin Matthews got banged up the other night, and that certainly dings Toronto. Uh, I will feel as good about them, you know, unless for some reason uh, they, or maybe they get a huge injury between now and the end of the regular season. But as it stands right now, I would consider them to be the best and most properly positioned team to win the Cup coming out of the East, the possible exception being Tampa. And uh, let's see what else other teams do between now and Monday at 4 o'clock. It's kind of funny when the sky was falling mentality was happening early in the season, and now here we are with this, you know? Right, but I I don't think anybody should have said the, the sky was falling, but as I wrote and as I said many times, they just weren't playing well. You know, the whole, oh, yeah. they were tired excuse. I mean, come on. What, what are they, less tired now, deeper into the season? Right. No, they just weren't playing well. They're playing better now. And acquisitions that they have had figured things out. And, you know, like uh, just Shane figured things out once he got here. Alexiak has become the greatest, latest uh, renovation project on the blue line that they've gotten in the past. Uh, you know, he's the next Trevor Daly or the next Ron Hainsey. So, 
Now, these things happened for the Penguins. They weren't happening early, but I think it was less about them not being hermetically sealed perfect as they have in the past. And uh, I think that was more the case rather than, than being tired, as people were suggesting. Tim Benz joining us on the Adam Crowley Show, Pittsburgh's hardest working journalist slash radio guy slash everything that has to do with media. And coming up in about eight minutes, we're going to have Adam Crowley on the show here. But, Tim, so, all right, I'm going to let you go here in a second. But first, I want to find out, you guys are uh, you're with Mike Prezuta tonight for RMU starting at, what is it, 650 uh, pregame? Yeah, 650 pregame against Air Force, huge series for RMU hockey. Uh, they trailed the Falcons by one point in the standings uh, in the Atlantic for the coveted fourth spot, which means you get a buy in a home series uh, for the first round. Uh, they've struggled late, haven't gotten a point in the last four games. Uh, this is a rematch of the uh, championship game of a year ago up in Rochester. Longtime rivals, first time they've seen each other this year. So it should be a good series here at the Allen Sports Center. If people want to see hockey in person tonight in Pittsburgh, come on out. We'll be here. Nice, and if you don't want to see it live and you want to listen on the radio, you can hear it live on 970 AM as well as uh, on the iHeartRadio app. So, Tim, here's one thing I've always wanted to ask you, and I, I see you all the time, but it's just never come up. You get to work with Mike Prezuto on these games with RMU Hockey, and uh, I want, do you guys hang out after the game? I, I like have this feeling that you guys are like out all night partying like after the game and just having a kick-ass time the whole time. Uh, when we're in Rochester and on the road, yes because we can always stumble back to the hotel. When we're here at the Island Sports Center, Neville Island's a long way from Murraysville for him, and it isn't exactly a hop, skip, and a jump for me either. And uh, I ain't Ubering back from the island for games. Let me put it uh, to you that way. You mean to tell me you guys aren't brown-bagging it in the parking lot, you know, throwing it back and just hanging out? Well, See, that's what I that. envision. We, we do it separately more often than not. Um but like I said, the, the road trips, especially for Rochester, the Dinosaur Barbecue, that's where that happens. Nice. Tim Benz on the Adam Crowley Show. Tim, thanks for your time today. I appreciate it, man. All right, thanks. You have a great night and have a good call tonight. That's RMU Hockey coming up tonight at 6.50 with the pregame. Tim Benz, Mike Prezuda on the call. Check it out. Coming up next, the namesake of the show, the dude who's been home doing home improvement, manly stuff. Fixing stuff, tiling stuff, doing plumbing, all kinds of stuff like that. Adam Crowley himself coming up next. I'm Brian Lamartina filling in for him. ESPN Pittsburgh. Pens get their man, hopefully. Broussard could be a penguin. Let's just back up a second. League might not be so happy about the whole deal. We'll let you know as soon as we find out some more. But it looks like he may be our third-line center. Who knows, that? It's the Crowley Show. We're here live at the Carson City Saloon. Lots of good people watching going on here today. Alex and I have already seen somebody go down a one-way street the wrong way. My car. Yeah, it's, it's great. So we almost saw death to the right of where I'm sitting right now. That was fun. Um... There's a guy that I saw fall up the steps as he was trying to walk past the bar, so he's clearly enjoying the Broussard possible trade. You also, I have yet to see it, but you always get at least one person. There's some, uh, there's like a gravel road next to us. There's always one person that eats it, and I have yet to see it. Well, hopefully that will happen before the end of the show because, hey, we wish bad things on people. 
Sometimes. Yeah, at least in this situation. Especially when they're publi- publicly intoxicated. Joining us now, the namesake of this fine, fine radio program that is delivered every weekday from 4 to 7. It is the man. It is Adam Crowley. Hey, Adam, what's up, buddy? So I leave for a week, and all of a sudden, Alex is talking. Now get this guy off the air. What the hell are you doing? See, you know as well as I do, Adam, that you cannot shut Alex up. It is, it is absolutely impossible. In fact, it would be easier to get Bob Nutting to spend millions than it would be to <laughs> shut Alex up. Hey, now, don't go crazy. And now nah, I think that's radio. fair. What happened? So I, I leave. You're good at radio. Uh, you're making jokes. Alex is talking on the air. Broussard gets traded to the Penguins, and then they untrade to the Penguins. And it sounds like it's still going to happen. I just saw a couple of tweets in the last couple of minutes saying that uh, the sources within the deal still think the deal is going to happen, just crossing T's, dotting I's, and telling Gary Bettman to shut the bleep up. Yeah, see, I'm back to my college days right now because I'm sitting here like I'm, I'm in the ninth inning with a girl that I might be wooing. And... and the possibility of blue balls here is a very real thing. I don't need that to happen in my hockey life here, Adam. No, we had our plumber and our plumber's son over here earlier today as we were putting in the sink, or I should be more specific, they were putting in the sink, and they're <laughs> big Pens fans, and we've been talking all week, really, about the possibility of the Penguins getting Grabner or Broussard. Obviously, Grabner didn't happen. The Broussard deal went down as they were here, and I was running around screaming, I've got wood, I've got bleep, I've got bleep. And now I feel like I have to uh, fashion one of those splints uh, to get myself back up. But it shan't be long. Uh, I I feel like this is one of those things where you involve the third team in Las Vegas and the league says, oh, you're trying to circumvent the salary cap, this, that, the other. And eventually the league is going to say, it's okay just make sure that Vegas gets something worthwhile so that this isn't only about circumventing the cap. And I'd imagine that that'll happen and all things will be okay. And the Penguins will have the best third-line center in hockey starting next week. Can't we just say, hey, look, you got flurry. Let's call that good. Let's just make this thing go through. You guys got enough from us. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, and yeah, the Penguins actually had to give uh, Las Vegas a pick to ensure that they would take Mark andre Fleury, uh, one of those good-faith-type uh, deals prior to the expansion draft, and now they're probably going to have to throw something else in the deal in order to get this to go through in the league office. Yeah, initially everybody's kind of in love with, uh, with the Knights, you know, because Fleury goes there and everything, but I got kind of a hunch that they're going to become a pain in the ass over the next few years. At least they're in the West, so the Penguins yeah. won't have to deal with them. Speaking of pain in the ass, how pissed, do you think every general manager in the Eastern Conference got whenever they heard the Penguins wrangled Broussard? Oh, you know they were all just throwing their head down on their desk going, WTF, come on! What do you do? Rutherford's badass, dude. I don't know how to defend the Penguins if this Broussard deal does happen (laughs) happen. I mean, seriously, you'd have Broussard as your third-line center on a line with Jake Gensel and Phil Kessel. That's a first-damn line! Anywhere else in the league, and it's the third line with the Penguins, and you'd have to contend with Crosby and Malkin on the other two. I don't care if they give up Ian Cole and the Penguins' other five defensemen. Uh, the Penguins are going to score enough goals. It's not going to matter. 
Okay, Adam, I only got a little bit of time because I'm horrible at managing a clock when I'm doing a radio show, but when I'm a producer, I'm pretty damn good at it. So I wanted to ask you about your bathroom thing, You've been, or I mean your kitchen thing. I keep doing that, but you, you remodeled your kitchen this week. Are you going nuts at home? Are you ready to come back and do your radio show? I actually am. How about that? And especially in a day like today, uh, a day like today where the trade goes down and a day like today where my plumber was here for six hours fastening a damn sink to the wall and we've i feel like the last three days brian we've been halfway done with piling <laughs> how can you i feel like every every friggin' layer you put down on the wall for the backsplash it, it, it seems like you're getting somewhere and you're not i feel like i'm walking through a desert I feel you, man. So, uh, one more question before you go. Uh, did your plumbers have ass crack showing? Uh, yes, uh, at one point, but I liked it because that was at the Broussard move. Well, I'm about to say, you chose wisely in plumber because if there's no ass crack showing, they are not good at plumbing. Thanks for joining us, Adam. See you, boys. All right, buddy. See you next week. This is it. It's the Adam Crowley Show. That was Adam Crowley. I'm Brian LaMartina. Thanks to Alex. Thanks to Tom Offerman back to the studio. Thanks for KDO keeping him company back there. Coming up next, it's RMU Hockey right here on 970 AM and the iHeartRadio app. ESPN Pittsburgh. Covering the Penguins on and off the ice. Through everybody right to the net. Back and it is. Oh, what a goal by Sidney Crosby. Your home of the Pens, ESPN Pittsburgh.